Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win in town. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No, please, you're necessary. Void represented by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See what's happening here. Hello, welcome everyone to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Our purpose on JTS Radio is to interview people who are making a positive difference in the world with transformational businesses, thoughts, ideas, and actions that encourage and inspire. My name is Taylor Tag. I am a forgiveness educator and coach certified by the Midwest Institute for Forgiveness Training and certified Napoleon Hill Foundation Leadership Instructor. Find out more about my work and learn how to let go of resentment, pain, and suffering in a few easy steps. Please visit me at TheEvolvingHeart.com and inquire about a free forgiveness coaching session. Now, on to today's success story. My guests today are Vic Conant and Christina Callender. Vic Conant is the chairman of the board of the Nightingale Conant Corporation, who is the premier publisher of audio personal development programs in the world. Vic has had the great fortune of growing up surrounded by the works of modern legends of the motivational industry, such people like Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, Dale Carnegie, and Norman Vincent Peale, to name a few. Vic took over as president in 1986 and has spearheaded its growth for the Nightingale Coin Corporation to $40 million in sales, making it by far the dominant publisher in its field. Vic has undoubtedly worked with more of the great self-improvement authors than any other human being alive today. Our other guest is Christina Callender. Christina lives near Toronto, Ontario, Canada, with a husband and two children. She is a dedicated student of life and a student of A Course in Miracles and a happy, consistent learner. She embraces the flexibility of being a budding entrepreneur and a children's book author. She enjoys walks and talks and long lunches with her friends. So we want to welcome uh, a special welcome to Vic Conant and Christina Callender for joining us on Journey to Success Radio today to talk about A Course in Miracles and how the course has changed their life for the better. So, guys, welcome to Journey to Success Radio. Pleasure to be here. Thanks so much, Taylor. It is a pleasure. Well, this is a very special, a very special edition of Journey to Success Radio. Uh, we we get uh, some of the some of the great uh, personal development minds in Vic Conant and one of the great minds in A Course in Miracles and Christina Callender to talk about A Course in Miracles. Now, for those of, of you who don't know what A Course in Miracles is, we're going to give you some information about that. But if, if you would, uh, and I think I guess you can start off with us, tell us a little bit about uh, how you were introduced to A Course in Miracles. And, and I know you've got a little history behind the course. You can give us a little history about it. Um, well, I was um, uh, introduced to the, the Course in Miracles about 30 years ago, a little, little more than 30 years ago. Uh, fairly shortly after it uh, it, it was published, um, a, a dear friend of ours, uh, uh, now he's a dear friend, uh, Jerry Jampolsky, who who was the author of Love Is Letting Go of Fear, actually um, uh, one of my my wife's uh, uh, brothers and sisters, both her brother and her and her sister, were working for Jerry at uh, in in the early. Uh, 70s, 
and or, or about, about 75. Um, and and Jerry had just discovered the Course in Miracles, and um, and he gave uh, uh, them uh, a, a, a copy, and um, and eventually uh, it worked its way over to, to us in, in Illinois, um, and from Tiburon where um, Jerry was, and and uh, at the time he he knew Helen Shuckman and Bill Thetford and was working with them as well. Um, but uh, so we got we got exposed early on just by a- total accident, and uh, um, my wife uh, has always been my spiritual teacher, and she got exposed first and kind of dragged me along with it with her, and and, uh, um, and I um, and, and she started having um, lessons in the you know uh, um, course lessons in, in the uh, uh, where she'd have people over the house and we'd all study it and. and um, and just slowly, it just kind of encompassed our lives, and and so we've been avid students for the last um, you know thirty plus years. Well, that's wonderful, Christina. How are you, how are you introduced to the course? Well, about I guess it was seven or eight years ago. I was uh, finishing up twelve years of being quite ill. Um, I had gone through diagnosis for Crohn's disease and tried medication and didn't like that. And so I tried everything else I could think of over the course of 12 years and then was re-diagnosed saying, well, I can't fix this, so I'm going to go and get uh, re-diagnosed and get some medication again. And after trying that and actually getting sicker, uh, I really didn't know what else to do, and so I kind of um, did a shout-out. I was talking to my mom on the phone, and she said, how are you doing? And I said, I don't, I just don't know, Mom. I don't know what else to do, but there's got to be another way. And uh, the, the next day, actually, no, that night, uh, my family had gone to bed. It was about midnight. Uh, I had remembered being given a DVD a few days earlier by a friend's sister who was visiting from California at the time. And I said, well, you know, I don't feel like going to bed, so I'm just probably going to put in this DVD and have a look at it because I need to return it in a couple of days. So I sat down and watched uh, what a lot of people are familiar with uh, as The Secret. And it was the start to the other way for me. And I studied that for about six months, uh, every night, every day, and found some limitations with it and started to ask what these limitations are about. And about six months later, a friend of mine uh, handed me A Course in Miracles, and it was all very stiff and hard, and it was wrapped in cellophane, and I took off the cellophane and this lovely book just fell open in my lap, and I started reading wherever it fell open, and it just felt like I was reading for the first time in my life uh, a language that made sense to me, and so it has been a companion in my life since then. Wow, what a wonderful story, and it, it helps you to heal and, and, uh, and just uh, elevate you to another level. That's wonderful. I continue to heal every day. Um, my body is um, a big part of that process and trying to be aware of, of uh, just a lot of things about how my body plays a part. 
Yeah. Wonderful. Nick, I know you've got a you've got a little uh, history behind the course itself and how it's developed. For our listeners who don't who don't know maybe what it is or are very new to the course, you have some uh, historical information that might that might help us. Uh, well, I can I can certainly uh, relate what I what I've known and studied. Um, I'd be happy to. Um, originally, um, a lady named Helen Shuckman, who, uh, along with another fellow named Bill uh, uh, Thetford, uh, were professors of psychology at the uh, Columbia University, and um, and they were uh, living uh, just the opposite of what the course espouses: uh, love and forgiveness. Um, and uh, and they were having a hard time getting along with themselves and with their coworkers and and along the way Bill mentioned uh, to Helen you know I'm, I'm tired and angry of uh, that that you know we're we're having such a hard time uh, getting uh, getting along and and um, uh, there must be a better way is is was the statement that he made to her and um, and that must have triggered something in the universe because. Um, after that, Helen started receiving uh, kind of a message, as she would call it, um, a voice, but with uh, a voice with no no noise, and uh, and she started receiving this this kind of message that that she was supposed to take down, and, and eventually it said, you know, she she decided she was going to write down whatever this voice said, and, and the first thing it said is, this is a course in miracles, and um, and she and she went to Bill thinking, you know, maybe she was going insane, um, and, uh, and she was an atheist at the time. She she had no belief in in uh, spirituality, um, and so she, you know, he said, "Well, why don't why don't you, you write down whatever the voice tells you, and uh, and read it to me, and if it's if it's crazy, we'll just throw it away and and uh, not tell anybody." Um, and and seven years later, after. Uh, uh, she would write, she, and, and she was an expert uh, just by happenstance in shorthand. And she wrote down whatever came to her um, through this voice. And um, she said it wasn't automatic writing. It was, it was just, you know, whenever she would stop, the voice would stop, and, and she could do something else and come back, and it would start up right where it had uh, left off. Um, and so almost every day for the next seven years, she dictated about a thousand pages in three books uh, of the Course in Miracles. Wow, that's amazing! And it, it, it's uh, if you've got the book, it's a really it's a thick book. It's uh, it's really three books in one. It, it has a text in the front part of the first book, and then it has a workbook for students in the middle, and then it has a manual for teachers at the very end. So it's actually three books in one, but they're they're very all related. So, for our listeners who are, you know, just figuring out what A Course in Miracles is, there's a short statement at the beginning of the book. It's actually three sentences that talks about, it's really a summary of what the book is. And the statements are this, nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. And you probably have to think about that for a little bit. I know I did. But, Christina, do you have any any thoughts around the, that summary of those three sentences about what that means to you? Well, it's um, 
it's interesting because when you say it to me, it brings to mind the first time I repeated it out loud to somebody else, and it was to my brother and uh, my new sister-in-law, and I said, nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists, herein lies the peace of God. And my brother just stared at me and said, what? (laughs) What did you just say? And I really had no idea what I had just said, but I knew that, that those three lines said something. And to me now, simply put, it says to me, only love is real. And to go further from that, um, that that can, you know, mean a lot of different things depending on what your idea of love is. Um, but this, uh, of course, in miracles goes through um, what what love is and what love isn't. And anything that isn't love doesn't exist. And I think the under underlying that is that uh, that God. Uh, according to the course, uh, and, and by the way, it was the, the course. Uh, it's, it's never said in the course. There's no author in, of the course, but there's. It's obviously written by Jesus um, and narrated by Jesus. And, and several times, you know, during the course, he says, uh, "Well, this is what I meant when I said, uh, you know, this." And, and uh, um, so there's a, there's there's great uh, uh, references. You know, to the to the fact that uh, that he was the the author who's who's delivered this, and and basically he's saying um, God is love, and and that we've kind of wandered off and and forgotten that, um, and this and the course is is really designed to bring us back uh, into alignment with God, which is perfect love, and 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 we do that through uh, forgiveness, and uh, which which is is what you're all about, Taylor. Um, and uh, and and if we can get to the ultimate forgiveness, uh, the moment we do that, uh, we'll we'll see a miracle, and and then it's a course in miracles, and and a miracle is basically when you have touched on you might say the nerve of of total forgiveness and total love, which is God, in which we are uh, the replica of God. We're we're made by God. Um, and uh, and when we do that, uh, we'll we'll see miracles in our lives. Those those are great points, and uh, I, I think that's that's beautifully uh, stated, uh, Vic and Christina too. And I, I think I, I agree. I think nothing uh, nothing real can be threatened, and, and that is the love of God. And nothing unreal exists. You know, all the all the fear, all the negativity that we experience in our life that we we cave into and give into at times. Uh, takes us away from that which is love, and I, that's what I feel like we're we're called back to is that unconditional love that, that God provides. And when we when we do that, we we experience the peace of God. And uh, I do know forgiveness is a is a huge part of that process, uh, and experienced that for myself firsthand. So thank you for those comments, and those those are wonderful. And um, the course the course of miracles is. Uh, it's a great study, and you could spend uh, many, many years studying it and probably not get through the whole thing. But I know that uh, for for both Vic, you and Christina, <laughs> it's had an impact on your life, uh, impact on your marriage. And so I, I, hopefully you, you would be open to share, uh, Vic, 
you know, how how has the has the course itself had an impact on your life? Uh, well, it, it had a, a you know a dramatic one. Uh, we we got married young. We've we've now been um, married, I think, forty six years. And uh, but the first twelve years were not good. Um, we got married uh, too young, about twenty and twenty one, and and we really didn't have. I think we got married on our eighth date, and um, and so it's a it's a miracle that, uh, that we uh, we we lasted. And but for the first twelve years, we really. Both of us were kind of going, and you know, we wanted the other person to be something different than they were, and uh, and we tried to change the other person to, uh, you know, to to be, uh, you know, what we wanted, and and uh, uh, and and I think you know, at, at any one time, um, you know, one of us was mad at the other one, and and, and it was uh, it was it was not a, you know, great situation, um, and then along came the course, and it it just the whole essence of it was forgiveness and um uh and and Marilee's sister um who uh was a, a student of the course and actually you know was one of the people that introduced us to it came and lived with us for um a few weeks um uh back when we were in our early 30s and and she and and I think we you know we we kind of had to pretend like we liked each other and uh, and and at the same time we were studying this course um of forgiveness and and it um uh and we finally got to i think a stage where we we forgave each other for who we were in other words we you know we 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 stopped trying to change the other person to what we wanted him to be and we just had uh, you know kind of a a miraculous healing that um has just gotten better and better over the years uh, and and we've continued to study it together uh, over these 30 years um and it just keeps um you know we're just more madly in love today than ever and it you know and I, I attribute it uh, greatly to the to the course of miracles wow what a great story thank you thank you for sharing that christina how has the course affected you in your life well, A Course in Miracles affects me uh, in, in my life in all areas. When it first uh, came to me, I was doing daycare in my home, uh, and I did that for eight years of my life. And uh, I, was, I always described myself as a, a drill sergeant with the kids, and as long as they knew my expectations, then everybody was happy. Uh, but then I started reading the course, and it's... Um, I started uh, putting some things into play uh, with with the, the children in the daycare and uh, started realizing that, you know, I think that Chris was the one who thinks she was happy uh, when everybody was in line according to what she wanted. And so I started all of a sudden just, you know, uh, letting chaos take over the, the daycare and, and um, <laughs> uh, just realizing that, that how I was thinking about things wasn't necessarily healthy for everybody uh, concerned. So it really made a dramatic change uh, in the, the next few years in the daycare. I did a complete uh, 180. I did have some some parents uh, stick with me through it who worked who worked sort of alongside me uh, with the, the children and the different ideas that I was putting into place, and and uh, and that was very helpful. Uh, and then it has been a constant influence with my health. Um, 
I also uh, put it into play with business and finances, and I I do money experiments all the time, just trying to understand because it's, uh, the course does talk about abundance and just trying to to figure that out. And so one of the things about of course in miracles is that it does apply to absolutely everything in your world and you cannot exclude anything from it um if if you want to to see it um everywhere uh it it's um so it's been a practice for me to try and and include it everywhere in my life with every person that that I deal with no matter if it has if it's personal or business or or um, however I meet up with someone. Well, that's great. And uh, I think, you know, for me, too, it's, it's it's helped me become a greater forgiveness educator. I know when I was, uh, you know, dealing with some of my issues, which I write about in the, in the book, The Path to a Peaceful Heart, and trying to deal with, uh, you know, some of the things I experienced in my childhood, and uh, it opened me to the concept of forgiveness. It opened me to the possibility that uh, I could heal my life and that everything would be okay and that forgiveness would play a huge a huge part of that. Um, and I'd like to, uh, to read just a little section in here from the course. Uh, it's from the workbook for students. It's actually uh, the beginning of Lesson 122, which says, Forgiveness offers everything that I want. And I'm going to read a paragraph here. Because I think it's it's uh, for me this is just really really powerful and really poignant uh, from the course and I'll read it here. It says, "What could you want? Forgiveness cannot give. Do you want peace? Forgiveness offers it. Do you want happiness, a quiet mind, a certainty of purpose, and a sense of worth and beauty that transcends the world? Do you want care and safety and the warmth of sure protection always?" You want a quietness that cannot be disturbed, a gentleness that can never be hurt, a deep abiding comfort, and a rest so perfect it can never be upset. All this forgiveness offers you and more. It sparkles on your eyes as you awake. It gives you joy with which to meet the day. It soothes your forehead while you sleep and rests upon your eyelids so you see no dream but fear and evil, malice and attack. And when you wake again, it offers you another day of happiness and peace. All this forgiveness offers you and more. I think I understand what that means. And I definitely, when I experienced forgiveness in my life and was able to forgive the people that had, had injured me and hurt me and more importantly forgave myself, then like Vic said, a miracle occurred. I experienced a miracle in my life and suddenly this huge weight of resentment just kind of fell off of me. And there was a piece that there that it's hard to describe, but was just it's available now to me always. It's, it will never leave me. I'm, I'm, I'm certain of that. So, uh, Nick, do you have any, any thoughts on on that passage and and uh, what you heard there about forgiveness? Well, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's so beautifully written, and um, uh, and the whole book is that way. It's, there's a thousand pages. Uh, plus of of uh, and every, and almost every page that you, if you if you read the page you, you'll end up with the same message. It's like you know the uh, Jesus the, was was writing to somebody that's really slow learner that he and he just resays the same thing 
you know, a thousand times. Um, and it, so any page you, you pick up, it's just beautifully written, and it's always saying basically the same thing. You've got to love. You've got to forgive uh, everybody in your life. And uh, and when you when you do that, when you accomplish that, when you see that everyone is that that we've splintered ourselves into a, a billion pieces, but in reality we're one, and, and that's the Christ in us. We're we're one um, uh, child of God. And when we see that, when we basically by forgiving uh, and by uh, seeing the oneness in every human being in, on the planet, um, that you know we will experience that forgiveness, and we'll experience that love and that miracle of of uh, uh, of healing. Well, absolutely. And uh, Christina, I know that sometimes forgiveness is hard for people. It's difficult, you know, with all the things that we deal with on a on a daily basis, and, and some of the things people say behind our backs, and we get upset and we get uh, we get hurt by other people's words and actions. Sometimes it's hard to forgive. So, what what do you think about forgiveness itself and 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 opening to that possibility? Well, Taylor, I think perhaps why forgiveness might be a little bit difficult is, or a lot difficult, is because forgiveness can be misunderstood. I know my idea of forgiveness before I started reading the course was, um, you know, if, if I felt attacked by someone, then, uh, you know, you did this to me and I feel hurt. Um, but, you know, because I'm the bigger person, I'm going to just, uh, I'll forgive you anyway. Um, but in, in doing that sort of idea of forgiveness, I made what they did to me real. Uh, and an attack is not real. An attack is not love. And so um, by being the, the bigger person and, and you know, I'll, I'll forgive you for that, what you did to me, um, I don't think, I, I think it's a, a, a bit of a misunderstanding of what forgiveness is. Of course, the miracles talks about forgiveness, I believe, in a different way. It, it, um, it, it takes a look at the situation, and instead of seeing the attack, it tries to, to see it differently. It tries to, to see it as perhaps um, a call for love instead of a, a personal t- attack on me. And in, in forgiving the person, I can, can say, you know, I, I hear your call for love, and, and I, I want to respond to you with love. And in that love, I see that what happened here, you really didn't do anything to me. So in forgiving you, I understand that there's really nothing to forgive in the first place. And I think that if we can grasp that sort of concept of forgiveness in, in, in a different way of seeing it, it can make it a, a little bit easier to fit into our daily life. Yeah, absolutely, and, I, and I'm glad you brought up the misconception of forgiveness because at times we, we do uh, think it's something else other than it is. Uh, we feel like uh, if we forgive somebody, they're going to win, they're going to they're, they're get away with what they did, we're going to let them off the hook, and and what I found and what I've learned as, as I grow older is that, you know, as the more I forgive, the more it frees me, you know, from from the actions or the the words of another person, and it allows me to return to that love, which you know God's providing each and every moment of each and every day. It's just a matter of me tuning back into that, and that's all. All I think He wants 
wants us to do. So thank you for the, those comments. Those are very well, very well spoken. Now, I know, uh, Vic, the more that we, we practice A Course in Miracles, and I know you have a, a study group that meets on this as well, the more you practice the concept, uh, on a daily or we- weekly basis, the more that this becomes a more a part of your life. So can you speak to uh, the practice of the course itself? Well, I think it's, you know, I, probably everybody does it in their own way, but, um, uh, you know, I, you know, my wife and, and I, um, uh, you know, get up in the morning and, and we each have our little, own little meditation rooms and we, we, um, uh, do our own study and, and try to get, uh, you know, our minds kind of set first thing in the morning for the day. And, and then, you know, and then just you, you go out into the world and immediately I forget, you know, and, and I've got to, and, and I can go a whole day or, or week, you know, and then all of a sudden I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of wake up and realize that I've been, you know, going unconsciously, living unconsciously. And and then you uh, you know if you and the great thing about studying the course often um, and and they in in, in the uh, the course has a workbook that's 365 uh, uh, individual lessons uh, a lesson a lesson a day for a year and and if if you're you know a lot of the lessons have you um, re- trying to remind yourself of the lesson you know every five minutes or every 20 minutes or every hour. And uh, so it, it tries to very um, uh, comprehensively tries to get you to apply the the course in a very practical way uh, to whatever is going on in your life over and over, and, and so that when you do forget, that you get reminded and brought back to to what the the lesson is is trying to get you to do. Uh, wonderful, Christina. How about you? How, how have you been able to put the the course into practice? Well, I do like to start first thing in the morning. However, that doesn't always just work in in my world. Um, I have younger children, and so I uh, tried to force it for quite some time and then realized that I can't force it uh, to to put it into a routine because if I, if I were to miss a day, then all of a sudden my day would just go downhill and keep going until the end of the day. And so I decided that I I needed to be able to embrace it uh, in my life when um, you know when the time presented itself and I was able to focus on it um, and that has become um, very uh, consistent in a, in the. In a good time, I really well. I won't say a good time, but you know, when when things are are going smoothly and I have lots of time to put into my studies, I like to read a section uh, of each book. So um, I do, I like to to read a section in the text and a lesson and a section in the manual for teachers. I find the manual for teachers is a wonderful place to go uh, when when I just want to sort of understand how to put. Uh, these ideas into practice in everyday life because uh, it just gives you great ideas for that. Um, and I have been this year doing the lessons. Uh, you know, I started January 1st and I have done a lesson a day, and there haven't been many days that, that have been missed uh, this time through. Uh, sometimes I go through the lessons and I'll just, you know, pick pick one for the day. 
because each uh, each lesson holds uh, everything you need to know, and so uh, any lesson on any day will work. So I've I've gone through it in in a lot of different ways, and some of the lessons even say, okay, now try and bring forth some of your ideas that that you've you've learned so far from. Of course, the miracles, and it says you'd be amazed at how much comes forward, and that's what I find is the more I study it, I'm amazed at how much just comes forward from what I've what I've studied and incorporated, and and because of course the miracles, the concepts are repeated so often in different ways, um, because it is you know it does say it is a very simple course, <laughs> which makes most of us students laugh <laughs> um, but, uh, it, um, because it is just such a big course. Um, but it, it, the concepts do repeat, and I find that wherever I, wherever I do decide to read, something will come forward for me for what is going on in, in my life, and I can apply it. Uh, so any place in the book is helpful. Well, that, that's good, and I, and I think it's important to know that, you know, different students, you know, take the book in different ways, and they go through the book in different ways. I can tell you, when I was first introduced to The Course of Miracles, uh, you know, of course, I love all the great motivational speakers, and I used to uh, I, I listen to Wayne Dyer very often, and he would often quote from A Course of Miracles. And I would say, well, I need to check this book out, and I bought the book. It's a very thick book. It's got three books in one, and I opened to... I just opened the book and started reading from the text, the first, the first book, and I read four or five pages, and I closed the book, and I put it back on the shelf for about five years. And in my life, and, and something something told me to take the book back off the shelf. And again, I opened, I opened the book, and I opened to the, the workbook for students, and I opened directly to the passage, which I just read before, about forgiveness offers everything I want. And I read that one-page passage, and I couldn't put the book down for months and dove right into it. And, of course, you know, I was ready for it at that point and was able to work through the, the 365 lessons and the manual for teachers, which is which breaks the book up into smaller components that are more easily digestible. And uh, then you can get into the text as well, which offers uh, just unbelievable uh, spirituality and lessons you know, to apply love and forgiveness in your life. And so and that's what I encourage for people who are, are thinking about buying the Course of Miracles and working through it. Uh, you can work through the text. It is a little a little bit longer, but you also can work through the workbook, which breaks it up into smaller chunks, and the manual as well uh, breaks it up into smaller chunks that are easy, more easily digestible. So everybody has their own, own way of working through the material, but uh, it's material well worth working towards, uh, that's for sure. And I want to uh, ask you, uh, Vicki and Christina, both, uh, is, there, is there a favorite uh, topic, a favorite passage, a favorite part of the course that really just speaks to you and, you know, really gets your attention and, and that you're, you're happy to, to share with others? Uh, you know, personally, um, you know, I, I um, uh, ultimately, maybe it's because it's the shortest, but uh, if I have, um, uh, you know, some time to spare, I'll, I'll kind of go to the, uh, the the manual for teachers or the teacher's manual, which is um, a much um, uh, smaller, it's about 100 pages versus, the you know, several hundred. And 
it's just it's very um, it, it it teaches um, that we're all teachers of of God and and that we it, but then it kind of tells you how you can become the best teacher and uh, uh, and and, uh, and and by defining all the terms and by um, going through it you know just it, it's just every again every page is is just so beautifully written and, and uh, um, inspiring so it uh, it's um, um, but that's 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 I guess what my favorite area is is the manual for teachers okay Christina how about you I have a lot of favorites the one that I turn to now is in the chapter chapter 21 in the introduction uh, the whole first paragraph I have underlined, but I do have highlighted two sentences. As a, as a man thinketh, so does he perceive. Therefore, seek not to change the world, but choose to change your mind about the world. And that speaks to me because I have, for most of my life, just wanted to fix the world and make it a better place. And it has been an exhausting challenge that gets me nowhere and so I think that this really was empowering to me that if if I could just choose to see things differently uh, I could make a difference that way and what goes along with that is just a couple page late a couple pages later um, uh, in section two of that chapter uh, I am responsible for what I see I choose the feelings I experience, and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me, I ask for and receive as I have asked. Deceive yourself no longer that you are helpless in the face of what is done to you. And I find that just to be such an empowering statement to be able to to, to take hold of that responsibility. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I I tend to agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I I think if uh, if we would quit trying to change other people and change ourselves instead, we would have a whole entirely different world, in my opinion. So <laughs> that's something to shoot for, and uh, and definitely definitely something to uh, to work on as well. So, kind of guys, as we wrap this wrap up this interview, and what would you say to a listener out there who's you know considering? Uh, Find the course and, and beginning to work through it and, and work towards love and forgiveness. You know, what message do you have for them, Vic? You know, it's, it's just so easy. You know, the course. I think, just like what happened with you, if if a person just gets the course, opens it, uh, you know, gets something in mind. Uh, what's what's bothering you in your life at the moment? O- open the uh, course to any page and read it. And chances are you, you'll just be mesmerized. It's so beautifully written um, by what it says, and just drawn into it. And, um, and and if it doesn't ring to you, you know, put it down for five years, <laughs> and then and then it'll it'll come back and and, uh, and it'll grab you when the time is right. Christina, how about you? I think Taylor, what attracted me um, in the beginning to the course was the all-encompassing nature of it. It didn't matter uh, what I had studied earlier. Uh, it doesn't matter what religion or not non-religion. It doesn't matter um, who you are or where you are. Uh, you are included 
as my brother. And that was just so comforting to me that no one was excluded. And I didn't have to try and convince anybody of anything. I didn't have to try and change anybody's beliefs. I didn't have to try and fix anybody anymore. And and just just that all-inclusiveness was very, very interesting to me. I hadn't found that anywhere else. Right, and that, that, of course, speaks to that very often about just being open and and you know having an open heart and uh, not having any expectations and just uh, being being a willing participant, you know, in it and allowing it to to work in your life in, in many different positive ways. So, thank you, thank you for both for those comments and you know, everything that you you've given to the Course of Miracles and and how it's worked in your life. And we want to thank you, you both, both both Vic and Christina, for joining us today. You guys are listening to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Find out more about our network, please visit us at journeytosuccessradio.com. And we will see you soon for our next amazing success story. Bye for now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. prohibited by law. Features and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.